You're with Julian on the Brown Note and a review of Stillwater, the Matt Damon starring film which has generated a fair amount of controversy about the Amanda Knox trial. So that first, I agree, Amanda Knox has criticised this film. I judge people on whether they believe Amanda Knox, a previously blameless college kid, is a brutal murderer. There is less, other than being a, probably a black man in American court systems, there is no more dangerous thing to be in a murder trial than an attractive, sexually active young woman. They are the most dangerous. There is a section of society that naturally mistrusts you. That trial was a debacle. There was an incredible amount of corruption in the uh, police force in, and in the prosecution of her. It should never have happened, but there are still people that believe this. College girl was capable of brutal murder despite there being no real physical evidence or motive. She had an argument. I don't kill people I have arguments with. And there are still people in Britain that blame her, but she's come out because this film res re resolves itself in a manner that doesn't wouldn't show her in a good light particularly. So I agree with her, and it's a dangerous thing to have done. People should be able to use stories as launch pads, which is what the director has said. He took the idea of a, an American student, an exchange student in a foreign country being accused of murder as his launch pad. But these are real-world things, and uh, this is something that is in recent memory, and she is still probably receiving abuse over this. So in that regard, I kind of agree that it was a misguided thing to try and do. The uh, director, Tom McCarthy, won the uh, multiple Oscars for Spotlight, a film that I said was very overrated and TV standard. I don't understand the acclaim for it. It was a good TV movie, but it wasn't a, a, a superb film. Um, here we get uh, Matt Damon is um, uh, an out, down-on-his-luck, impoverished oil worker that uh, lives in Stillwater, very much part of the forgotten America that aligned itself behind Trump, that you know had been ignored by the Democrats for years. A blue-collar person that you know believes in guns and God, and um, has had a very bad past. His wife, I think, died or committed suicide. His daughter's estranged. And the opening, I don't want to spoil it, but it's a bit hard not to have known what this film's about. I went into it not knowing what it was about, so I found the opening fascinating because you go through Matt Damon's daily life and him trying to get a new job and so on. Suddenly he's on a plane to France and he's in Marseille and I, I was just going, what are you doing here? Because I didn't know what the film was about. And uh, it, every year he goes for a few weeks, stays in this um, cheap hotel where there's lots of noise and spends the time visiting his daughter in, in prison where she has been convicted of the murder of her, not only her flatmate, but her lover, her female lover, who was... The, the differences between the Amanda Knox thing are quite superficial, but there are lots of them. Uh, in this instance, the American student is accused of murder and convicted of murdering a local girl, a local Arab girl in Marseille. Marseille has one of the highest population, most diverse populations in France, heavily connected with North Africa, so they have a, um, <clears throat> a dangerous reputation um, of slums and, and these no-go areas and so on, which is um, part and parcel of Marseille, which looks like an amazing city. It certainly does here. Um, so he keeps going to visit her, do her washing, so on. She wants him to give a note to the defence council, which she then says that someone she has spoken to in jail 
says that there's this guy who at a party admitted to stabbing her lover and her roommate who she's in jail for murdering to death and getting away with it. The defence counsel then rejects this and says that there's no point in getting her hopes up and they won't pursue it. So Matt Damon takes on the role of pursuing these leads himself. He lies to the daughter saying that the defence counsel is, is running with this when it's really him. Along the way, he has someone next door to him in a hotel, played by Camille Cotton, who is there with her daughter, played by Abigail Breslin, uh, while they fix the electrics in her house. He needs to go to her to translate French things, and they form a bond. He ends up extending his two weeks to months as he pursues these leads and living in her house as a lodger and working in construction in the local construction industry as he tries to piece together what's happened. Now, the daughter does eventually find out what he's done and cuts him off entirely, but he, and, and there comes a pivotal moment where he thinks that he's actually blown the whole thing. And he, uh, throughout this time, he forms a bond with Camille and her daughter, played by Abigail Breslin, uh, which flourishes as it goes. Now, this film is really underrated. It is so underrated. I have It's been ma uh, mismarketed as a crime drama or as an action film. It's neither. It's a very long film, uh, and it might appear slow at times or turgid if you look at it as, from the perspective of an action movie, but it's not. Mainly the film is about the forming of bonds between Matt Damon... First, Abigail, the little girl who takes a shine to him, and then the mother, Camille, and again with his own daughter, who is hates him by this stage. But they f go up and down. Now, I've bagged Matt Damon a bit as an actor because I think that he is, like, obviously one of the most go-to guys in Hollywood. He is obviously brilliant to work with because... He keeps cropping up over and over and over again, but I've never... He's he's always been a little bit like Brad Pitt was in the 90s, which is a winning personality on screen, but not quite a wide-ranging good actor. I would say that this film is his best performance. I don't know why he got an Oscar nomination for The, for the Martian particularly. This is a new Matt Damon. He completely convinced me from the start of his character... He's a very polite, withdrawn, seething underneath, blue-collar American who believes in God and guns and so on, but you completely warm to him. He is such a completely realised character. It is, for me, the best acting that Matt Damon has done. It is awards-worthy, I think. This whole film is about bonds and family and the mistakes we've made in the past. It is a European film in that extent. The, the little girl, Abigail Breslin, is one of the most charming children I've ever seen on screen. I would adopt her. She's lovely. She's so nice. And that bond becomes so believably real. Everything unfolds at a snail's pace so that you actually get time where these boundaries are broken down convincingly, not in one moment, but over a gradual period of time. And Matt Damon's past is gradually further and further receding away. And the romance that blossoms with Camille is really deep into the film. It doesn't happen first off. They form a genuine friendship, a genuine platonic love for each other. 
These are rare things in films these days, particularly in American films. And the relationship with the daughter as well is problematic and it goes in ups and downs. It is, I thought, a very human drama. It's not an action film, it's not a crime film, and it works brilliantly as a human drama. I completely invested in these characters, which makes the denouement heartbreaking. Um, and I thought that there is justifiable criticism in that it doesn't fully engage with the racial makeup of Marseille as much as it could have, because ultimately it is a story about the white people involved and the non-white people are in the background a bit, uh, a lot. Um, they don't have sort of like a positive long-term representation on throughout the story. I agree, that is a letdown of the film because these things are big news now in France, particularly the... Um, Racial groups in France that are cut off from society and these um, ghetto areas that have formed in, in, in large cities in France that have become notorious. So it, 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 it engages by going into these places, but there's no sort of positive representation of these places either. So I, and I found the end as well. I thought that um, that was quite, it, it got, it, when, it, when it finally sort of kicked off, it actually got to the most interesting parts of the film, the way that everything sort of collapses and comes together at the same time. And it ended on a really bittersweet note. It was so bittersweet, the end. Actually quite bitter. Not much sweetness left. Um, and there's some uncomfortable revelations as to what happens. It touches its toe in the water of a film like Prisoners, a very... Uh, great Dennis Villain in a film with Hugh Jackman it gets into that sort of territory a little bit and there are the odd sporadic bits of you know danger and action but very few and far between mainly it's a human story and I thought they did a really good job it's an underappreciated film don't go there seeking a Liam Neeson revenge thriller this is a brilliant performance by Matt Damon and this two other people Camille and Abigail as a mother and daughter, and also the daughter as well, who's an is a difficult person. I think it's Maya Lilu Seelvald. I'm not sure actually. No, it's not her. I don't know who plays the daughter. Deanne Dunnagan, possibly. Um, she's very good because she's difficult and she's not very likable. So you can understand how she might end up in jail for murder. So I'm going to give um, Stillwater an 8 out of 10 because I thought that it's um, brilliantly acted and very human and very European drama about humans uh, and, and not crime or action. So 8 out of 10 for Stillwater.